One size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's a it's a T-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your health care. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Ah, uh, yes. Welcome to the We Got the Chocolates podcast. It's the sports podcast for the non-professionals. If you tried really hard to be good at sport, but never quite nailed it, you're in good company. Check out these less than marvellous bits coming up. The worst places that you can attempt to pick up from, obviously, my days as a teacher, um, which is still ongoing. Um, but <laughs> <laughs> I stitched up myself accidentally. First ball, I went out to bat in a game for Queensland, a one-dayer against WA, walked onto the fields, marked centre, and then someone yells out from the sideline, our team... How's you got the wrong shirt on? Baby born in July and yeah, no, excuse me, sweetheart. I've just got a game to play this weekend. <laughs> Dude, I'm into funerals now. Oh, okay. <laughs> now over to Lee, Sam and Mitch with the marvellous We Got the Chocolates podcast. All right. Hello, hello, hello. And welcome to another episode of the We Got the Chocolates podcast. I'm Lee. I'm Sam. I'm Mitch. Well done, guys. I'm getting the order correct this yeah, time. Yeah. This is episode 80 that you are joining us for. Thank you very much for being here. How are you guys? Very good. Thank you. Yeah, going all right. Pretty happy. Got me uh, backrest back on my chair. Yeah, so that's, that's a huge upgrade. Well done, yeah. You're actually quite good last year from all reports. I mean, we had one person report you for bad etiquette for being away from the mic and zero people that said you'd improve, but we still gave you backrest back to you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm not sure how that worked, but no, not complaining. Uh, absolutely. It's great news. Guys, I believe I actually have to start you with joke of the day. Okay, here's the joke. So it's a uh, golf-related joke in tribute to Haz's two-glove game. There's this guy uh, went out to play a game of golf. First tee, hits a magnificent shot straight down the fairway. Second shot, though, just hangs it left. Bad shank straight into the tree. Third shot, nails it into the tree directly in front of him, comes straight back into his head, kills him, stone dead. Rocks up to the pearly gates of heaven, actually, and St. Peter says to him, what the heck are you here for? And he says, I'm here for three. I'm not convinced I've gotten it. <laughs> like three shots. Get on. He died on his third shot. Yeah. So he's here for three. I hope you didn't come up with that joke. I've genuinely not got it. Rightio. <laughs> we might cancel the joke of the week this week. <laughs> well, well, let's get out of that one. I thought it was good. Can you, can you explain it to me? I'm okay. So you know how in golf you count the number of shots that you take yes. to get the ball, the ball in the hole? hole. Yes, yeah. yes. So he's had three. St. Yep. Peter says, what are you here for? Yep. As in like, why'd you die? Yep. And he takes it as, how many shots have you had? Right. I'm here for three. Okay. All right. Mm. Brilliant. Nice. Thank you. Let's get on. Yeah. 
Yeah, yeah, jokes are generally better when you don't have to explain them, I guess. But, uh, yeah. Yeah, well, that one was good, I thought. <laughs> anyway, um, luckily, you guys, I am needing some sort of relaxation, I must say, and you'll probably hear a little bit more about why I was not so un- <laughs> unwound and relaxed on the weekend. Uh, that story is coming up. However, the thing that has got me back uh, on a level playing field here and in a relaxed and nice frame of mind has been the original Chai Elixir from Alchemy Cordials Australia. First launched in 1998 as a calming and relaxing drink, which is why you need it. Combines organic black tea with vanilla, cloves, nutmeg and cardamom. Mitch and I have gone for the, uh, the love cordial, but I know I'll be having some dessert after. I think I'll have the mango smoothie. Oh, the little mango. Oh, yeah, that's yeah. a beauty. The love Classic. was nice. What's, what's in that again? Is it um, raspberry and lime? Or rose. R- rose, and rose and lime. Okay, that's nice. Although rose I did have a, had a, a drama uh, trying to pour myself that. Apparently, as reckons, every time you open a new bottle of soda water, it explodes. And that would have been... That would have been nice to know. So, mm. yeah. <laughs> you got to do it real carefully. I'm, I'm covered in soda water. But yeah. That's so depressing. Yeah. Uh, yeah, you've, <laughs> you've, <laughs> yeah you've used that on the podcast. Recently. So, yes, yeah, very recently. So oh, apologies to those listeners that have been around for more than two weeks. Yeah. yeah. Thank you, Alchemy. Uh, in the news this week was uh, Shane Warne. Again, shock me. Um, I feel we're like we're talking about him on the podcast. Yeah, we really do. I feel like it's not often in a positive light either. But uh, yeah, so he's, he's found himself in a bit of hot water again with some uh, really not so well thought out comments about the AFL this time. G'day guys, this is Massive. It's footy season, AFL, proper footy at St Kilda Carlton right here on Fox Footy on Thursday night. Yeah, so there it is. He's really put a massive emphasis on proper footy there and it probably sounds quite innocent, but people have taken offence to it because... Of course, the uh, women's AFL comp has been going on for the last five weeks and, and they sort of feel that he's implying that that's not proper footy. One person that, that took offence to it was Kate McCarthy, who we've had on, on the potty before. And, we've had. Uh, yeah, she was, a great, she was obviously great to chat to. And, um, yeah, I think she, she tweeted back out to Warney just sort of sarcastically taking the piss out of him. And, uh, yeah, and he, he's obviously responded defending himself and it's just ended up being a, a big old debate. Does anyone have, have any opinions? Yeah, it's, a, it's unlucky. I mean... He didn't really think it through and didn't think it was good cause an issue. I, I genuinely think he's uh, innocent of you know being sexist. I think he's yeah, genuinely yeah. trying to have a kick at like rugby league and say rugby league's not real footy. Yeah, because yeah. um, that that was his defense. Yeah. He's come back and said that he's you know he's sick of watching other codes of footy. He thinks just AFL is is the proper code of footy. Um, it, and and yeah. I mean, it sounds like he's genuine, like that that it wasn't meant to be anything sexist. But I just I just I don't know. He just does my head in a little bit how he. Like he can't accept any responsibility and just say, "Oh yeah, sorry guys, I didn't think that out yeah, too well." He hates apologising. Yeah, he goes, "It's ridiculous yeah. that anyone is is yeah. accusing me of anything slightly wrong." And I was like, "Okay, mate, like you didn't say anything perfect either." No, but that, that's the thing. It's like, oh, you know, um, it was referring to recently watching any other other footy codes. It's extremely sad that people want to infer I meant anything else. Bloody ridiculous! Yeah. Like <laughs> he's really hard done by. Like, I mean. No, I agree. Like, I, I feel like he, that's obviously what he was thinking, but he still misses the point even when coming back. Like, he still misses the point. Everyone knows that you were referring to rugby league and soccer and whatever else that you've been watching. No one debates that. What people are referring to, which is, I think, a problem that's bigger than Shane Warne. It's like, it's a problem with society, is that no one counts the women's AFL as the AFL season starting. So their point is that, and Kate McCarthy's point is that, well, it's been going for five weeks. Yeah. So proper footy started five weeks ago. And that's yeah, yeah, that's the yeah. whole point that he's missing. That's the premise of the argument that he still doesn't understand, which is concerning. 
um, I think. Like, and that's a, that's a bigger problem for society is the fact that you know we we still don't obviously as a whole uh, we we're happy to get behind Shane Warne and go. Nah, he meant he meant not rugby league and not you know rugby union and these other codes sort of thing. Um, I just feel like that was where the problem was. It's not that anyone's arguing with the fact that you like AFL better than rugby league. People are upset about the fact that women's AFL still gets no credibility whatsoever as being a competition. Now, going from talking about something quite serious uh, to something not that serious, really, but um, a story that I've got for you. Uh, the worst places that you can attempt to pick up, I wanted to chat about here. There's an article that I've got to support this, but I've also got a, just a story um, that's quite interesting from, obviously, my days as a teacher, um, which is still ongoing. Um, but <laughs> <laughs> from uh, last week? Or yeah, no, no, no. From okay. a previous time as a teacher, I saw this, which shocked me quite a bit, and I thought, I've never told this story on the podcast. So when you go to a school swimming carnival, well, there's obviously quite a few kids, not enough teachers. Uh, you often call in sort of university prac students that are on prac and looking to just do some experience and go, yep, I've helped out at this and this and bolster their resume a little bit. I remember doing that when I was at uni. Okay. So we had like probably six prac students come to help with this swimming carnival that we were running a um, couple of them reasonably attractive females not that I noticed but I was told and uh, so you know great news everyone you've got this job you're timekeeping and you're doing handed out ribbons and writing ribbons and everything's looking great and uh, one of the teachers at our school that I would say is probably close to the 38 39 mark I would suggest decided that he was going to attempt to pick up at the swimming carnival. And the way that I know that he did that is because he dived into the pool in between races, just kid off, shirt off. Most of the kids all had to wear shirts. <laughs> that was part of the school rules. They had to wear shirts, but he just kid straight off in front of the girls that were obviously doing the timekeeping, bang, in for a swim, got out, sat on the side of the pool, dripping wet, shirtless, waiting for someone to take photographs sort of thing and just throw in some chat. Manscaped? Right, uh, yeah. Reasonably. Well, not well enough, no. I would have given him the lawnmower, 3.0. Okay. Yeah. But um, one of the more oh, yeah. unusual things I've seen, so meanwhile there's just hundreds and hundreds of kids everywhere uh, just like literally <laughs> watching this spectacle unfold. Yeah, right. <laughs> well, it's not, not on, is it? What in the world is going on? Yeah, it's probably a bit unprofessional, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. Like, did he end up, did he get in trough yet? Nah, I don't think so. Yeah. Well, certainly not, unless it was maybe dealt with in-house. But yeah, okay. But yeah, I remember. I know that like definitely, it's usually pretty frowned upon by yeah. by schools. I would think any sort of romance yeah. of that nature, and there would have been a fair old age gap there. Yeah, I, I don't even know. I don't think the romance was reciprocated. Yeah. Like I'm not an expert in reading body language, as you can tell by the fact that I'm 30 and single. Yeah, right. Um, yeah. With about one girlfriend from <laughs> across the history of my life, uh, but I would not say that the feelings were particularly mutual. Yeah, no, I just meant it was pretty ambitious. Really. Yeah, well, I would have thought. But, <laughs> I mean, good on you. Yeah, take on the task in. Yeah, all right. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. 
LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Need new glasses or want a fresh new style? Warby Parker has you covered. Glasses start at just 95 bucks, including anti-reflective, scratch-resistant prescription lenses that block 100% of UV rays. Every frame's designed in-house, with a huge selection of styles for every face shape. And with Warby Parker's free home try-on program, you can order five pairs to try at home for free. Shipping is free both ways, too. Go to warbyparker.com covered to try five pairs of frames at home for free. Warbyparker.com covered. Um, we had a couple of people write in as well talking about how bus stops, I don't know, two, two separate people said that every time they catch a bus, someone tries to hit on them. Really? Uh, or they've seen like someone get hit on, on a bus, like that people just stand in the middle. Like Usually the ones that are standing and oh, not yeah. getting a seat, they would just sit there and go like, hey, <laughs> and throw, throw <laughs> yeah. some of that classic, you know, pick up chat. Okay. Is, yeah, uh, right. um, the cheat codes I've heard so much about yet yeah, don't possess. Mm. Um, yeah, but apparently bus stops big for. I remember one time in England actually, I was propositioned by a guy that I didn't really realise what was happening. I was only twenty one, so reasonably innocent, and he was just like came up to me at the bus stop as I was waiting for the next bus and said, "Hey mate, do you want to? My name's Scooby. I still remember his name was apparently Scooby." Um, which is interesting <laughs> yeah, in itself and that it. probably should have been where the alarm bells started ringing but they didn't for whatever reason and he just started talking about how we were going to go and eat pizza and watch porn um, that was his idea for like our mates night out which turned out he wasn't talking about being mates at all Yeah, he right. okay. genuinely thought that I was a yeah, Dane gay guy easy to do a Dane yeah. gay guy <laughs> so, so it was uh, he was uh, just he was mistaken yeah um, lovely guy not really actually <laughs> it's a pretty, pretty strange unit, but that was at a bus stop as well. Talking uh, about talking about England, I actually met my uh, now long term girlfriend Emily in England at the Aussie Walkabout Bar. So there were actually quite a few Aussies there. I hadn't seen too many Aussies in England in the couple of months I was over there playing cricket for the uh, for their summer, yep. and she was over there teaching. And I met her, and I was I was there watching the State of Origin with my parents. You've never told this story, hey. I don't think so. I don't reckon you have. But yeah, and I, I said, where are you from? She goes, uh, Brisbane. Like, Whereabouts? Uh, out in the Redlands. You know the Redlands? Like, yeah, I live in the Redlands. Where, where in the Redlands? She goes, Alex Hills. I'm, like, well, I'm from Alex Hills as well. Whereabouts? <laughs> she told me the street. I literally lived two streets away from her. Uh, and had, we both lived there our whole lives. And we met in England. Um, so <laughs> That is pretty loose. Yeah, that is loose. And two parts of that story I like. The second I haven't come up with yet, but the first you didn't give out your exact address like Skinner does every single time that he tells the story. Uh, <laughs> yeah, why do I do that? Just <laughs> like anyway, yeah. So then we're so at we're back at Turk Turk Street. <laughs> so if you guys want to come and kill us, then oh. yeah, go for it. Yeah. Well done, Has. <laughs> so that was good by you, Has. But that is a loose story. That is unreal. Yeah. I mean, it's not an inappropriate place to pick up in a 
Australian bar, but it is pretty yeah, it's more of an like English a, bar, but it was like a walkabout, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, but it is just like it's a just more that can't happen. Coincidence. Yeah. yeah. It's like that yeah. can't happen sort of thing, which yeah. is impressive. So I like what you've done there, House. So this is the top ten worst places to pick up women. Take note, Skinner. How long have you been in a relationship for? Like, um, seven years, yeah, maybe. So yeah, probably yeah, not so something that you... Anyway, on the job... they won't need it. Apparently. Don't sort of shit where you eat. I've heard that expression quite a few times. It's quite disgusting, for, but it's a way of saying don't date people you work with, I believe. Yeah, right. Okay. So I've made it the swimming carnivals. Broken that already. Well, yeah, well, they didn't even work no, at yeah. the school, but yeah, he... Right, that was at work. <laughs> so probably while people are paying you to do your job, don't try and hit on people. Is yes. It? That's a great start. Um, and then on the way to work, that includes the bus oh, yeah, again, I would suggest. Again. So even the journey to work counts, apparently. The shared commute might give you something to talk about, but don't misread the signs. At a funeral. Yeah, okay. that, Like that one should be a no-brainer, but no. there's always some yeah. weird person that will definitely try out a funeral to use the old... Actually, yeah. I saw that in Wedding Crashes, remember? That Will Ferrell bit. He's like, Mom, can we get some meatloaf? <laughs> we want it now. You never know what she's doing back there. <laughs> Do you remember this? I remember the movie. Yeah, I remember <laughs> was that line. Was that at- he, he's like, dude, I'm into funerals now. Oh, okay. Right. <laughs> Death. Powerful aphrodisiac. <laughs> wow. <laughs> tell you. Okay. This is right. Wolf. I don't remember the Wolf movie that well, but I'll tell you. Wedding crashes. <laughs> Go watch it. <laughs> okay. Do yourself a favor. Right. Public or private transport is in there during a meal and at the hospital are also in there. Yeah, okay, yeah. And then this one apparently, when she's exercising. I've often seen, I've heard quite a few girls actually complain about boys at gym staring and not like letting them work out and always trying to hit on them and blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Um, this one was surprising to me, the beach. I always thought the beach was okay. Some girls would be cool with a casual chat at the beach while others might find it a little weird. Right, okay. Mm. Usually you'll find success if you manage to avoid leering at her in her bikini. <laughs> well, that's going to be a tough task so that's probably why it doesn't work very well does it say where okay. you can actually pick up things yeah, it rules out a lot of places yeah, it's getting uh, well it also rules out the chemist has and I know you were thinking of that so uh, no no to the chemist and no to the if you're ever in jail <laughs> is brushes, this brushes with the law is this a, a, an ad for online dating so you can't actually <laughs> yeah. pick anyone up except for using our app I actually can't think of one situation it hasn't ruled out <laughs> yeah I'm struggling it hasn't said cricket so if you meet anyone at cricket you're okay oh yeah but that's never going to happen though so rule that one out as well so that's 11 on the list any any girls at a cricket game have to be there watching their partner play surely yeah, correct they're already in a relationship or yeah, or you're there <laughs> watching women's cricket good one has oh. <laughs> I'm talking about our cricket game. Yeah. No, our cricket game. Yeah, our cricket game. Skin on. Come right, on. Sorry. Yeah. Yeah. We won't say that I've our cricket it. is proper that. cricket, by the way, either. Just to clarify. Thank you. Anyway, that was good. Yeah. <laughs> Guys, on the weekend in our cricket game, in Lee and I's game, that something happened that was quite of low standard or something you wouldn't see in the professional game anyway, and, and that's what we like to call village. And uh, so we put it out there to our followers on social media what the most village thing that they have seen this season. So a few of those responses, a couple of them were quite related. So Kyle, Liam and Brody all referred to somewhere there were cricket players wearing shorts or similar in a game. So fielders fielding in shorts, guys bowling first change with shorts on and fielders rolling up their pants to cool down. That was an interesting one. Yeah. Not sure look, about that. It's an air conditioning yeah, wow. technique. That is yeah, and I'm sure it passes and, and uh, yeah, it would hurt if you had to dive for the ball and take some skin off. That's why you wear pants in the first place. Um, 
Mark had a, had a really funny one. Actually, he said that there was a career game in inner city Brisbane where the boundary markers consisted of cowboy hats and cigarettes. So uh, <laughs> that's one way to mark out your your field, isn't it? <laughs> Which team is this? <laughs> there was uh, someone who snapped a bat and stumps after getting out caught. Probably not the first time it's happened, but yeah, yeah I've seen plenty of that this season. Yeah, Big blobs. Batting with a GoPro on and getting hit in the helmet first ball. Yeah, that's elite. <laughs> I want that, that footage. Yeah. You can't bat with that's a GoPro good. on, can you? Yeah, I wouldn't have thought. Oh, unless you get the paid. BBL or something. Well, they don't even do it in there anymore, do they? Remember they used to do it right at the start of the BPL. Shane Watson would always wear the GoPro. Yeah, no, they still do a helmet cam every now and then. It's not a full GoPro, but it's like a really small, thin one. Oh, okay. Cutsy really? wears it yeah, a lot. I was going to say, yeah. I swear Cutsy's always wearing Yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah. Fair. yeah. Right. Um, groundsman mowing the lawn on game day and the players having to rake the grass up and put it in the back of a Yaris. Yep. <laughs> Seems standard. Yeah, and right. a Yaris too. I love that. That's the work vehicle. <laughs> <laughs> I can do everything. Yeah, they, they last forever, so people start using them for weird tasks later on. I reckon. Yeah, fair enough. Um, square leg umpire sitting on an esky. That's uh, fantastic. BB getting run out as drinks. These are all alcohol related, obviously. Yeah, right. Uh, the keeper putting a flask in his helmet on the ground behind him on the field. So, yeah. uh, there's another guy that lost a vape too. When he was when he was like diving down the leg side for wicket keeping, he's a vape fell out of his pocket. <laughs> Not a great thing. I'll tell you one uh, one story too that relates to this actually. Spud Murphy, who's been on the podcast before, has I don't think you were here for that episode, but I remember as a young kid watching a first grade game where Spud went out to bat uh, and before he faced a ball, someone rang him. And his phone rang in his pocket. <laughs> he had to go and get it, like give it to the square leg umpire and go, sorry, mate, yeah, can you hold this for me? He got a first ball dark. <laughs> had to walk back to the square leg umpire, get his phone and walk off. Oh, no. Actually, I've seen something like that as well. Or, I don't, actually, I might not have even been there. It might have just become a pretty famous story in our second grade team. They all stitched up our number 11 batsman at the time, Lenny Watt. They put stuck his phone in, like stuck it in his pad. You know, you've got your front pad and then... Oh, sort yeah, of the, yeah. the little la- slot between the padding and the outside of the pad. So they've, they've <laughs> stuck his phone in there and then called him when he's going to face up for his first ball. So he's just <laughs> felt his shin stuff like yeah, I assume you're obviously winning the game. Imagine if number 11's <laughs> going out to bat, he needs to face out three balls for a draw and you pull that prank. Uh, yeah. I stitched up myself accidentally, first ball. I, I went out to bat in a game for Queensland a one day against WA, walked onto the fields, marked centre, and then someone yells out from the sideline, our team has you got the wrong shirt on. I'd put on the Queensland one day shirt from the year before. I'd, 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 I'd mistakenly, because I had some at home, obviously some of every year. And I, I mistakenly packed the one from the year before in my bag and put it on to bat. So someone had to run out my shirt from this year. And I, had to, I had to take my shirt off and switch it over before the <laughs> first was ball this was recently, rolled. Was it? Yeah, in Sydney in the one day's last season, I reckon. I got 100 that game too. <laughs> well done, it literally had to come and say, no, mate, you're not wearing that shirt. Yeah, the New sponsors yeah, and stuff too, yeah, they would yeah. have blown up. Yeah, I've got one other one if we've got time. Actually, in a game a few seasons ago, we got like it came to a, a second inning, so everyone had sort of given up on it a little bit. Um, and our bowlers have been blowing up and our slips scored in all season because we never take catches or anything. We were punching everything. And um, so I was swear every day. Yeah, so so exactly every, every standard fast bowler basically having yeah. that argument. Um, and yeah, we're in the second innings. I think it was over at Valleys and uh, our, our second slip, maybe even our captain at the time, Cameron French, came up with the brilliant idea of a straight slip cordon. So instead of the normal stagger, you know, one's pretty deep, two's mm. up in line with the keeper. We just all stood in a dead straight line for one ball. Yeah, one ball. Can't yeah. cost you so much. Yeah. And Nick, straight between us, four. Oh, <laughs> just, you're just threaded the needle perfectly. <laughs> and went for four. Where, where Out of catching hot. Remember <laughs> <laughs> like in Wanderers games, we used to do the slip fielding roulette where you had to close your eyes for one ball. 
when like there was just no chance a batsman was going to get oh, out. No. <laughs> <laughs> you bend the slip cord and just like he's hit the last ten balls for six. Everyone closed their eyes. <laughs> And like oh. I've never got done with it, but it was pretty scary. Yeah, but, be- but usually just heard like a crack of it going for six again. Okay, like, right. okay well I'm not in strife here. But <laughs> if it ever had actually had been nicked, it would have done some damage. Yeah, that's, that's just a very silly game. Yeah. But yeah, we uh, we mentioned that village incident in one of our cricket games on the weekend. So we've got someone to call and, and ask him to explain what happened for us. Mm. And someone that you guys know quite well actually, because he wore the fluoro vest for Has when Has was away. Uh, so he's a man that you'll probably hear a fair bit more of on the podcast. Dugan. <laughs> Hello, Gary. You're live on the We Got The Choggers podcast, mate. Yeah, I thought, that might be, I, thought that, I thought that might have been the case. I was going to go with something a bit more. Anyway, keep yeah, going. No, that, was actually, <laughs> that was actually far more polite than you usually answer the phone. <laughs> what do you mean? <laughs> now, Matt, if you could just stop chewing for a second so we can speak to you because people have to listen I'm to sorry, this. Sorry, mate. I've got a bloody cough lozenge in. Take it out. Hold on. Uh, no worries. <laughs> right, like I'm speaking good. to Let's a go. cow. <laughs> right. No worries, mate. Well, you're actually right in the midst of uh, has telling a story, uh, which I didn't particularly want to tell. So you'll probably, I'm sure, get around it. I think I know what it's going to be about. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, Gody, on the weekend, Valleys Redlands, your last mm-hmm. Red Bull game for for Valleys. So, congratulations on a great career. First, thank you. And uh, I thought you might want to run us through the events of your last few balls of your Red Bull career. So, um, so how did how did they play out? How long do we have? <laughs> a little bit for you. Okay. All right. So um, Miller was bowling. I hit a uh, cut shot to uh, Smithy at gully, who sort of uh, came forward, um, fingers down, and sort of came up with the ball. He. Thought he caught it, and then, but both umpires said no, he didn't catch it. So I sort of stood there. There was a lot of arguing, and I kept getting asked, well, "Are they having a go at you?" But it was like, oh, no one actually had a go at me. It was a lot of arguing between uh, the Redlands wicketkeeper <laughs> uh, <laughs> and, uh, and former Test umpire Bruce Oxenford um, <laughs> about. Uh, can we say that? Yeah, yeah that's fine. Yeah. No, it's fine. Yeah, that's fine. I'm pretty sure he listens. That's right. <laughs> yeah, obviously. Yeah, he's not the only test umpire that listens either. Uh, arguing, toing and froing about what had happened. The end result ended up me being staying there. In the meantime, Smithy and I were talking to each other and we weren't having a go at each other. Even though it looked quite bad on the footage, that didn't it? looked like we were just pointing and like yeah. spraying each other. But we were actually having quite a civilised conversation. So, yeah. um, so it looked quite funny. Then... Next ball four, next ball six. Yeah, it was a massive six. Thing, it was, it was, I thought the best shot I've ever hit in my entire life. It was not nice shot. Yeah. You, were just, you were just continuing uh, the flow of the innings, so every ball was pretty yeah, much four or six, yeah, so right, no yeah. surprises. Or trying to be. Uh, so next ball four, next ball six. Millie lost the plot for a split second and bowled off a two-step runner. Now, again, everyone sort of said, oh, you know, he bowled where you went ready. I was actually ready. I was ready. So, like, he's fine. <laughs> And then I lasered a cut shot flat to deep point who caught it over his head. I wasn't really looking, but someone said he juggled it. Like did like the whole throw up thing. 
and his foot came close to the road, but I wasn't really looking, and then I walked off, and that was it in the space of about three minutes. Did, did I summarise that yeah, quite well? Yeah, no, very well. The footage, yeah. the footage yeah. is remarkable. We'll have to, we'll have to put that <laughs> yeah. out because the moment yeah. where I was showing it to Barnes last night, actually named up, uh, but Ooh. he was he was saying the same. Off the ground, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> he was saying the same thing. He's like, "What are Cody and Smithy saying to each other in this part?" He was yeah. like watching the whole replay, and uh, yeah. and I was like, "No, nah, these two are actually like very friendly. Like out of all the communication, yeah. they were the friendliest." And that then, was the friendliest communication yeah. of all of it. But then, like, yeah. but then while you're talking to Smithy, Millie starts running in yeah. <laughs> and then blows up at you for not being ready. I wasn't <laughs> even on the pitch. Yeah. <laughs> you were at a point. <laughs> then he turns around and like yeah. does a goose step, steps back at him, pretends to bowl. Goody's still not ready, obviously, because yeah. it was off one step. Then he goes another three steps, turns around again, waits till Goody looks up and bowls off two steps. And it was an absolute pie featuring sauce. And <laughs> Goody lasered it to deep point out. It yeah, doesn't look like a great sight in first grade cricket, but Goody, it's probably funny that you're the one that it happened to because you've done a few interesting run-ups uh, in your time as a bowler as well. So, uh, yeah. Just a couple. Um, we were watching them last yeah. night, actually. We've made a little montage for you. Was was one of the, did you get the Jack Wood one? That was quite funny actually. No, I haven't actually got that one. I need to get that one. Oh, get that off Jack Wood. Yeah, uh, look. To be fair, like I do it a lot of time when we're they're two for four million. So and <laughs> just to try and bring a bit of entertainment to the ground. So uh, no, it was it was just a strange four minutes. But I mean, look, it is what it is. It was actually quite. The footage actually looks so much worse than the actual incident itself so it's um no it was it was quite funny actually yeah that's right uh and consequently i may apparently not be playing the first round next year oh uh, yeah so, which is well real. it might be the first it might be the first couple after what i had to say to the umpire after the game <laughs> yeah you asked for goody goody you had to give a reference for me oh, right. what's he like as yeah. a guy stinker yeah. <laughs> I can't wait to blindside you and throw you under the bus at the tribunal. Yeah. Cody <laughs> said he'd represent me at the tribunal, but he's actually just going to represent the other, the umpire. <laughs> I represent Ox. Yeah. <laughs> uh, well, we'll keep you updated on that situation, guys. Yeah. Uh, now, that is indeed all we've got time for this week. Guys, I didn't even ask you, but you may as well hang around for the outro now that you're here. Yeah, I mean, what else have I got to do apart from, you know, go to bed? <laughs> That's right. You, yeah, exactly. You, okay. That was, that was pretty awkward. I thought you were gone. But. Yeah. No, 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 no. I'm waiting for you, mate. You're, it's, it's your show. I keep telling you this. Yeah, you <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, now, guys, as I've just said, we obviously do want you to get in touch with us and give us any stories that you might experience over your finals cricket playing over the next couple of weeks, which we, none of us, are contributing to, actually. Correct. Has still playing a couple of one days for the Bulls, but we are fresh out of action. Skin on. Over to the Div 2 Resis for Alex Hills. Yeah, no good. Are you come, making a comeback? Potentially a mid-season one. Yeah, mid-season. Probably not getting involved in the pre-season. No, definitely not. <laughs> Absolutely not. Now, Skid... I might, I, might, um, I might come out and watch. Yeah, okay. or play if you want. Kathleen, nah, I love right. that. Straight <laughs> yeah, the doghouse again. Good. Yeah, that'll be good. Baby born in July. And, yeah, no, excuse me, Slater. I've just got a game to play this weekend. <laughs> <laughs> good standard, though. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I've seen you kick a footy. Just remember that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's true. They were long games of forcing backs for me. I got beaten 10-0 most times. Uh, now, Skid, where can people actually contact us? 
Uh, oh, well, plenty of social media platforms, but probably the website's the easiest place to go. You'll find links to all of our Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, or you can just send us an email or, or fill out one of those little submissions on it on our website. So that is wegotthechocolates.com.au. That's right. And uh, you also can find We Got The Chocolates on TikTok and Facebook. It is We Got The Chocolates 2.0 on Instagram for reasons that you may be familiar with already. Uh, if you're not, wind back a couple of episodes. Uh, and Haz, I think you've got a couple of pieces of information, don't you? Yeah, yeah. If you can, wherever you listen to your podcasts, promote us by uh, giving us a rating, a five-star rating. would be great and a good review. And uh, we got the Chocolate Super Coaches back this year. Our NRL league is full, but AFL still has a few spots. So the AFL league code is 546450 if you want to join. Goaty's in the NRL one as well. You can take him on. Beautiful. I'm there. Top 1,000 this year, Goat. Top 100. Top 100, okay. <laughs> Triple J. Yeah, wow. Well. <laughs> Triple J. Well done. Um, yeah. Also, I forgot to mention the merch, actually, which is also on the website and the Instagram now. Yeah, it's a shop. We, yeah, we've set up a, a shop on our Instagram. So if you can find I'm that. A, I'm actually, uh, I'm wearing the shirt now. Oh, oh you're kidding. Yeah. Bang. Yeah. No, I'm absolutely, no, I'm not, actually. <laughs> right, just flick through that money when you get a chance, mate. As well. Yeah, I will. Yeah, yeah okay. <laughs> You can come and get in five cent pieces. <laughs> um, now, but the other thing, guys, is obviously the other way that you can support us is by supporting our sponsors as well. We have two great ones in terms of Alchemy Cordials, who have again got us through the podcasting experience tonight with a couple of lovely cordials and then chai latte for me. Uh, you can use the discount code WGTC10 when you get to the checkout, which is at alchemycordial.com.au. And obviously, we do like to keep ourselves very well manscaped, and we do that through the lawnmower 3.0 from Manscaped. Uh, and you can again go to manscaped.com.au and use the discount code WGTC. And that gets you 20% off and free shipping, by the way, I should mention. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's worth mentioning. Mm. Yeah. yeah. Otherwise, it would be useless using a code that does nothing for you. (laughs) (laughs) And there needs to be some benefit, which I've highlighted now. So we're all good. Anything else to add, guys? I think I'm pretty happy. Fantastic. Thank you, Gody, for your time. No, David Murray. And we'll speak to you again very soon, mate, in the next couple of weeks, no doubt. Uh, And, guys, we will be back with you next Thursday. Thursday next week at 7 a.m. Every Thursday, I think it is. So I'll get used to it soon. (laughs) Awesome. All right. Thanks, guys. Good luck in the future. Stop.